baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It is now 9.06. Of course, welcome to Center Stage, all things arts and entertainment. We just believe you ought to know about it. So, of course, we're constantly promoting it because we love, love, love this hour. Of course, our first guest tonight I'm excited about because it's Patricia McLean. You want to know who she is? You remember Sue McLean? And and uh, Associates, Sue McLean and Associates. And this was from years of the Basilica Block Party to the concerts at the zoo to live at the Hildy. And we're curious to know what's happening now for the Sue McLean and Associates. Well, joining us is Patricia McLean. She is the niece of Sue McLean. And I'm sure Sue is looking out from heaven going, yeah, girl, go on and get it. Hey, Patricia. <laughs> Hello, Geraldine. And now, what's up? What's up? You Hello. guys are still doing it. We are still kicking it. And I think the last time we spoke was uh, 2020, right before COVID. Right. Um, you and I were getting ready to help announce the Music in the Zoo lineup. And then look, remember what happened for two yeah. years. Um, yeah. You know, the industry and our, you know, delivering live music kind of went dormant. But here we are um, coming out the other side and excited to um, kind of let you know what we have going on. I'm excited to hear about what's going on. Um, first of all, you guys have done so much over the years. How many years have you been the head of the Sue McLean and Associates? Um, it's nine years. It'll be 10 years next May that um, <gasps> dear Sue died. Can you believe that? I just can't believe it. Wow. Wow. I can't. And it's been such an honor to carry on her legacy and, you know, do the good work and carry on what she started. She was such a pioneer and not only the business, but in our market especially. And I know you were personal friends with her. And um, it's been such an honor and such a learning experience, too, for me to carry on. So what has changed through the years? Well, (laughs) (laughs) uh, most recently. Other than COVID, uh, we should say. Other than COVID. COVID, um, What has changed is um, just really trying to continue on what she started and her um, ways of giving and developing young and -and up-and-coming artists and things that um, a lot of promoters nowadays don't have the luxury to do that because of bottom line and, you know, selling tickets. And she really, you know, her level of risk and it was more important to her to deliver great music, develop and introduce up-and-coming artists into the market, um, you know, such as Adele, Brandy Carlisle, 
Jack These Johnson. are big, big, gigantic up and coming, let me tell you. Yeah. And I love to tell the story about Adele, you know, she couldn't sell 500 tickets at $15 for Adele, the first show she booked. And, uh, you know, that's a great story, you know, what she was willing to do to develop these artists. It's amazing how you choose the artists. You know, you bring so many unique, and then you have some that have been coming every year. Those, I, don't, I won't say they're your favorites, but people that you really admire and love to see them um, um, at, the, at, the, at the zoo. Are you still doing the shows at the zoo? Um, no, we're um, been it's been a couple of years. Um, we hope to get back there next year, but um, we're not doing the series this year. Um, nor are the Basilica Block Party is not happening either. But what we've done is kind of redefine uh, what we're doing, and we have such a great um, band agent base that still wants to play for us and support that you know small indie promoter, what Sue was and um, what she did all these years, that we have that loyalty still. So we're taking these artists to new places. Um, this will be the second year we booked the Canterbury a series at Canterbury Park. Mm-hmm. Um, we have some new partners, Udapil's Brewery in uh, Minneapolis, where we have a couple sold-out shows. Um, that's been great. The Women's Club is also a new partner of ours. We're doing great things there. Um, Tattersall over in River Falls, they have a new uh, event space that we're booking. And still doing the theater things. We have Mary Chapin Carpenter uh, next Wednesday. Right. But carrying on. So these, again, these artists, they still come to us and say, you know, what do you have going? You don't have to do this year, but what else can we do to work with you? What do you look for uh, in an artist to see if they are a good fit for Minnesota? Um, I think the how many times they've played here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a very loyal fan base from 29 years of music in the zoo. And prior to that, zoo's bookings um, and loyal fan base that they really want these artists to come back and you know that's what we're looking for is to kind of deliver this music to our loyal ticket buyers and the fan bases that we've established for many many years yeah you know the steels uh, performed on the hildy stage just last wednesday uh with um charles lazarus the remarkable oh yeah and the the minnesota orchestra was the last big piece of that night and oh my gosh I heard from so many people about it so when you are looking at communities and people that really love the music and you can see how many of them come out I mean it must have been 20,000 to 25,000 people there do you also look for that when when you start looking at how the community loves the music or or what is the community expecting it was just wonderful oh it's such a beautiful venue and we have a great partner with the city of Plymouth this will be the eighth year that we've been out there and this year we've really stepped it up with the lineup um friday night we have gary clark jr coldberg kids susan santo and then the local band kiss the tiger saturday we have kelsey ballerini the band perry Brittany spencer and uh local plymouth band the devon worley band so um, we really stepped it up and we've had great artists in the past out there and we think it's a a hidden gem we've had the goo goo dolls cheap trick big head todd um, you know, your daddy. That's Jayhawk, awesome. 
All of our favorites. You know, my sister has a gold album with um, Big Head Todd. And, you know, every time they come to town <laughs> and we see it, it's like, oh, my God, because she did this big uh, duet, I think it was, um, with them. And, and I can't remember the name of the song, so forgive me. But, man, I have loved their music ever since Javita got involved in that one song. And it was just, wow. I thought, okay, I got to keep up with these guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But isn't it a great venue? It's, it's, it is. It's it like, really is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they really take care of the property. You're going in and out. Can you hear me? Oh, I'm. I apologize. Oh, no problem. We have this sometimes. Don't worry. No worries at all. Okay, then when you look down into the future and you say, okay, this year we'll set, we know what was happen- what's happening this coming weekend. Um, then do you look, how far out do you look as far as having art uh, acts come to the Twin Cities? Do you say, hey, in, in three years, I want to have that group. They're going to be much better. Well, um, because of still coming off of COVID and what artists are, you know, still, you know, a little more tentative. Ticket buyers are still a little tentative. We're not to 100% like we were, probably 60 to 80% of the, tip, you know, typical ticket sales percentage based on what right. we used to have. But we're looking closer, tighter into more like a year, 18 months, whereas before we would look out two and three years. Well, I have to tell you, Patricia, I don't mean to sound um, you know, condescending in any way. This is sincere from my heart. I am so grateful that you still have this going strong. And I am so grateful that Sue McLean and Associates will not be forgotten because of the great work that you're doing as well. And I can't wait to come and see a few things. So I'm thinking maybe I should go back to the Hildy this weekend and check it out. Yeah. <laughs> what time does it begin? July 29 and 30. So Oh, 29 and 30. Okay. Week. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm still going to try to get your- there. Always continue to support you and appreciate it. Oh, anytime. Thank you so much. You take care of yourself, Patricia. Yeah. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And, of course, you can always look at their website, Sue McLean and Associates, um, dot com. I believe it is. I'll look at that again to make sure of that. So we're going to take a break, and we'll come back in just a moment. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. For those of you that might not know this voice, (laughs) others that do, you know, um, this past winter, Chanhassen Dinner Theaters had multiple sold-out shows of this particular piece. And, of course, it's called Church of Cash, and it's all about Johnny Cash, the world-class Johnny Cash tribute 
and it it reruns at Chanhassen Dinner Theaters after um, all of those performances. They wanted it back, and now it's back on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, July 22nd through the 24th. Uh, to order your tickets, you have to go to ChanhassenDinnerTheaters.com or call the Chanhassen Dinner Theater's box office during office hours. Joining us to talk about it is Jay Ernest of Church of Cash. Hey, Jay, how are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. Oh, yeah, you're the guy that's playing cash, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> what a voice, man. It reminds me of, of uh, Johnny Cash's voice. And, and it's something we never forget. There are so many Americans and beyond in so many countries that love the music of Johnny Cash. Why did you call it the Church of Cash? Is it all uh, religious music or gospel music or spirituals or hymns? I had the idea of when you go to church, you go to celebrate your deity and or you go to to pay homage or worship. On what well, I don't think we're doing any worship with with Johnny Cash, but I think that we're coming together. We're listening to the songs, we're hearing the stories of Johnny Cash. And I thought, how different is it than going to church and you're celebrating Johnny Cash's life through music together? You know, we're starting to hear about churches like that, right? They'll play certain types of music that their congregation really loves, and it doesn't always have to be religious, right? If it has an uplifting and inspiring message, to me, that's still a part of it all. Do you agree? I, I believe that Johnny Cash lives in arts. If you grew up listening to Johnny Cash... Maybe your father turned you on or your grandmother turned you on to Johnny Cash. For some reason, Johnny Cash just lives in your heart. And what I love most about playing live music is when I play these Johnny Cash songs, it brings back those memories for those people that had those memories with their relatives. And it brings them those warm feelings. It brings them back to those loving moments they had with family. And I think that's one of the strongest reasons why I'm so pulled to be engaged with Johnny Cash music. You know, I'm back. Well, in fact, um, November, this coming November, you'll have your sixth international tour. That's a really big deal. Um, tell me how you got here. Well, um, my I started jo this Johnny Cash band in Hawaii. I was living out in Hawaii. I was touring with a band. I've been a lifelong musician. I've been touring since I've been 20, and I'm 47. Now, I was living in Hawaii touring with this other band, but I, I started Cash out there, and it wasn't too long after that in 20. 20, uh, 2012, or no, 2010, sorry, I moved back to Minnesota. This is where I'm from originally. And awesome. I started slow. I started playing the local clubs on Tuesday nights and, you know, just the, the real good slots, but you had to do something. But it just grew nice and slow until eventually I started playing bigger clubs, started playing better festivals. I got invited to play overseas in Belgium and the Netherlands with this touring company, and it, it's gone over so well that I'm selling out years to three, 400-seat theaters nonstop for three weeks in a row out in Belgium and the Netherlands and having so much fun. I tell you what, there's some hardcore Johnny Cash fans out there, too. Absolutely. And what are you seeing as far as the fans? Are you seeing my generation or my mother's generation? My mother will be 88 soon. And I'm just mm -hmm. curious to know, who's in the audience? Are you starting to see the teenagers? Are you starting to see the young people between 25 and 40? I tell you, the majority is maybe in the 40s. Plus, but that wow. not discount Johnny Cash's power when he for the reach that he does have. I've seen kids as young as four years old singing every lyric that I'm doing. I see teenagers out there with Johnny Cash shirts trying to re trying to experience that Johnny Cash feel live. 
So what's lovely about Johnny Cash is that his music stretches on through the ages. And I firmly believe this, that a thousand years from the kids in the playground will be singing Ring of Fire. You know, his song catalog is ridiculously huge. And I'm just curious, how did you choose which songs to do, or do you mix them up each place you go? We know about 200 Johnny Cash songs. Johnny Cash has 1,500 songs recorded. That's that's an awful lot. And if you do the math, 1,500 times three, that's something that's just a lot of time. We do 200 songs. That's just, that's a lot to begin with, but... I kind of look at the audience and say, okay, they like the ballads more, and then I'll just go into more ballads, or they're an upbeat, danceable audience, then I'll play a lot more faster songs. But it all ends up what I think the audience would like for the night. I like to keep it pliable. (laughs) I like to keep it interesting for the band and for the audience. The Church of Cash is said here in in some of your promo info, uh, Cash is immortal, thanks to you. On lead vocals and acoustic guitar, Jonathan Tabist on drums. I hope I said that correctly. Um, mm-hmm. Percussion and even background vocals. I'm just curious to know what that's like for you to know that you are standing on that stage as the lights dim down and you are singing these iconic songs. I mean, these iconic songs are songs that people live their lives through. So I'm curious to know how you feel about that. And, and has it ever been a fear for you? Have you ever um, faltered with a song or missed a lyric? I don't look at it as they're looking at me and, and me as the star here. I really believe that I'm just a vessel, that, that I'm singing these songs, but I'm paying homage and I'm paying ultimate respect to Johnny Cash and what his legacy out there. So when people come and say, hey, you you did very well, and I said, yes, thank you to Johnny Cash for these great songs that are now part of us. It's written in our hearts. It's written in our souls. And we get to experience that together rather than being the quote-unquote rock star up front. I I just I don't want to put myself in that spot. I'd rather say I'm the guy that is bringing these songs back to life since the since the man in black is not with us anymore, I'm happy to carry the torch. Well, I tell you, um, it's got to be fun singing some of those songs. Is there one song that brings you to tears? I remember listening to some of his songs and even June, um, you know, just hearing the lyrics and knowing that um, there was something really special about it. And I'm just wondering if it ever brought you to tears. Is there a song that has brought you to tears? There is a song in Jet. Just I sang it yesterday. We had it in Solon Springs, which is near Duluth area on the Wisconsin side. Mm-hmm. And there was six, 700 people there. And I like to do a little tribute to the veterans that are out in the audience. And Johnny Cash has a handful of songs that are about veterans. Now, this particular song, it's called Drive On. Johnny Cash wrote it about a Vietnam War veteran. My father is a Vietnam War veteran. So I remember I was singing it yesterday. And I don't know, there's one lyric that just kind of grabbed me differently than other times. And I kind of got choked up at the right time, but I kind of focused it into the music and I got through it. And it was, it was just a beautiful moment. And um, it was, I don't know, it's one of those moments that you you feel that it's you're the person there, you know, where, where you're just experiencing this moment. And then, okay, the song was done and I remember talking to some people from the audience later and I had one particular person and he came up and it was really quick. He said, I really enjoyed that song and I, I didn't hear what song he said and it was very quick and, he's, and he 
and he just as he was walking away, he just kind of looked back. It's like the veteran song, and you can tell that he didn't want to bring any attention to himself, and you can tell that it really affected him, and he just wanted to give me a, a nod of hat to uh, say that he really appreciated the, the song for the veteran. Well, you must be pretty excited to be coming back to the Chanhassen Dinner Theaters, and I'm just curious. Um, you did say you have 200 songs, and and as you look at those 200, you go, okay, we have 200 songs we can sing in different different songs in different locations. But have you come up with a um, a song list, a set list, where it lists the same numbers in a certain order? And I I realize even with my family when we sing. The song list and set list really matter because of the way it can, the ebb and flow of the feeling in the space, right? And mm-hmm. so um, when you <laughs> said that you want to be like the best Johnny Cash tribute show in the world, I mean, that's huge. Are you starting to get out of the country? Are you starting to go to other countries to really de- de- deliver this? Because he was well known all over. He was. And I tour all over the United States and I tour in Europe. So I'm trying to make my mark as best I can. Um, oh, you're I, making I, your mark, believe I'm me. Making, uh, <laughs> I'm making my mark. I feel lucky to you know, be born and be a Midwestern guy and, and, and live here in Minnesota. And the Chanhassen is a great venue to, to do what we do. That's such a beautiful venue. And not only that, it sounds really, really great in there. Uh, you have to have a good sound system to make my baritone voice really shine through and really have that going on for them at the Chanhassen. And there's something special that happens there. So I'm glad that we're having this conversation to let the people know of the Chanhassen coming up on July 22, 23, and 24. Now, part of the Chanhassen, or our touring thing is the Chanhassen, but also going all the way out to the West Coast, Texas, all the way up New York and beyond, Florida, that kind of thing. So you know, we love the Midwest is where we're from, but I also love extending it out and playing and getting some barbecue down in, in Texas and going share to Ohio. Share the music wherever you can. Share, share it wherever, wherever you can. Yeah. Indeed, indeed. Well, congratulations to you. It's so great to have you on, Jay. Um, this is Jay Ernest joining us. Church of Cash is the name of the show, and this is happening at Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. All you have to do is go to ChanhassenDT.com, or you can call their box office during office hours. Jay, thank you so much for joining us tonight. I sure appreciate it, and just have a fantastic weekend. Thank you so much. All right, take care. Oh, my goodness. All right. We still have so much more here on Center Stage. So stay tuned. We'll be back. Welcome back to Center Stage, all things arts and entertainment. You just got to know about it. And I'm very curious about my next guest. Her name is Annette Bryant. She's with Zamya Theater Troupe and a board member as well. Now, she uh, was also in the original production of, in 2018 of this piece that we're talking about tonight. But let me tell you a little bit about her. Annette Bryant is a mother of six and a grandmother of almost 13 grandchildren. My goodness. Fabulous. Annette is an author of several books and a lover of the arts. She performs with Zamya Theater Project, uh, creating and performing plays to raise awareness about homelessness with the hope of reducing it greatly, reducing it greatly, and even ending it. I remember here in in Minnesota, in the great state of Minnesota, when they were working hard to get rid of poverty and to get rid of homelessness. Well, she's been involved with Zamya for two years Annette has performed in Prairie Homeless Companion, The Book of Harbor Lights, Zamya Zone, 
and second chance. Now she is building her personal brand, a healing point, and I can't pronounce it. So of course, Annette, you're going to have to jump in. How do you pronounce it? It's Ohiniwa. Ohiniwa Healing Point, LLC, and Ohiniwa Travel, LLC, as a transformational healing coach and providing and provider of healing retreats. Oh, my gosh, you are a busy woman with almost 13 grandchildren. That means you have another one on the way, right? Well, n- now it's almost 14. So it's- <laughs> <laughs> You are having the time of your life, right? I definitely am. <laughs> Okay, so with all of this in your life, from being an author and and uh, loving the arts and being a part of the arts and so much more, how do you do it all with the children that you have? You have six children and thirteen, well, fourteen grandchildren now. How do you do it? Well, um, I'm I'm just so proud that they are adults and um, they're developing their own wings. So I'm there as the grana, and I call them my little grana loves. <laughs> Grana loves. I love it. <laughs> Never heard of that one before. So Zamia Theater Project is announcing the next piece, which is Second Chance. Tell us about it. Yes. So the play, the playwright for that is Carlisle Brown. And we also have two mu- musicians. Um, Mick, I don't want to really mess his last name, but I think it's Labert. Mm. Labriola, I think. Yeah, I think it's Labriola. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's awesome, though. One of us knows. (laughs) Well, I can't say I know, but we both tried. (laughs) That's correct. So when you um, say second... Yeah, go ahead. Mm -hmm. Okay, Carl. Okay, so tell me... Mm-hmm. Okay. So what I'm curious about, when you say second chance, all of us uh, at some point in life, I don't care if you're in the f- fifth grade to the, you know, if you're 50 years old, we all need a second chance sometimes, right? And for you, did you write this particular piece? I didn't write this particular piece. Um, I'm actually playing one of the council members. So Carlisle, Carlisle Brown, he's the playwright oh, of he, the okay. whole second chance. Correct. Okay. And each of the performers. So what we do on Zomnia is we come together and we have writing workshops. So we have writing prompts. And this is actually what happened with Second Chance as well. And then the playwright takes it and adds a little, I guess you want to say, entertainment to it. Yeah. Um, for the public. So you were in this piece in 2018 when it was first written, and now you're going to be in it again, uh, and that is coming up pretty quickly on August 4th, 10th, and 14th. And I just, I'm curious to know, are you, do you have great expectations of any of the changes that might be happening right now? Sometimes for the artists that are a part of this, even those that are changing things, right, the writers that are changing it, um, it can make it uncomfortable for the artists. Has it, um, have you started reading this the script and is it the same or are there changes being made? Um, so we did, we had one rehearsal and it was a super heavy rehearsal. Uh, because the first time, the first time I did it, I was really new at this and I was excited to be performing. But now I've um, had an opportunity to be like, what? Like, who even talks to people like this? And I, I, I really say 
second chances, I, I feel like there's a certain ground that it goes in. Like maybe if somebody has been in prison and then they have an opportunity to come and live life in society. Mm. And I say, is that really considered a second chance? Because a second chance means that you get to do it over and you don't want to do certain things over. And um, It, can be, it also, can be a challenge, that's for sure. Correct. And also some of um, some of our troop members said that it's hard performing this because they feel like they haven't even had a first chance or that there are people out there don't, that don't even have a first chance, even our right. youth, especially right. when it comes to homelessness. But I am so grateful that there are lots of nonprofits that are really trying to deal with that, not just the second chances, but the first chances as well. So I'm really glad to hear you speak of that. Um, I'm curious mm-hmm. to know about the um, partners. Uh, I know there are tour partners that are included in all of this, the Mill City Museum, which is really quite wonderful, North Loop Neighborhood Association, and Avivo. Um, and so it's, I'm curious to know what, who is the audience that would come to this particular piece? What age group, um, what are your expectations of the audience? So everyone is invited, and there's also an opportunity for the audience to be involved, to share what the thoughts are. Nice. Or even, even like in the original place, we asked the audience, those in the audience, who would like a second chance. And so some in the audience would get up and share why they think a second chance is important for them. Oh, that's, that's fantastic. Okay. So, mm-hmm. um, Zamia theater project, uh, is going to be three performances of a play about second chances and housing justice. I was really glad to read that. This is Thursday, mm-hmm. August 4th, uh, is the first day at seven to 8 PM at the mill city museum in the ruined courtyard, which is beautiful outside. And that is located mm-hmm. at 704 South 2nd Street in Minneapolis. Uh, indoors, if bad weather strikes, so be a, uh, pay attention to that. ASL interpretation provided, thank goodness. On Wednesday, the, um, the hours are the same, but it's at Target Field Station Amphitheater on the corner of 5th Street North and 5th Avenue North. And, of course, you have an alternate uh, rain date for that Friday, August 12th as well. Um, Sunday, August 14th, rain or shine, 2 to 3 o'clock down. Downtown Minneapolis Street Art Festival on Nicollet Mall between 6th and 7th. This sounds great. It's free of charge. Um, you, registration is encouraged but not required. And um, no registration required for the 814 show at all. That's on a Sunday. I am so excited for you that you're doing this again. And I'd love to have you back sometime to talk about the difference between the first time you did it and this particular time, Annette. Is there anything else you want to add before I let you go? Yes. If if we have time, I would like to read a poem that I wrote wrote about chance. All right. Let's is that hear. Okay. Yes, please. Okay. Thank you. It's say, like, what is a chance? There's no cursing a... though, right? No, 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 no. Okay, good, no. good, good. All right, continue, no, no. please. It's say, like, what is a chance? Is it a privilege? Is it to shame? Is it judgment or a silly game? Who chooses and who decides? What is a cho- what is a chance? Is it a do-over or an illusion? Does it make you right or wrong? Who wrote the rules? 
Where is the compassion? Is it an opportunity to get to um to get it right according to society? I say take time to open your mind's eyes and and simply be in this moment of time. So it's like when it comes to chances, what does it really mean to you? There you go. Well done. Well done, Annette. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Well, you're very welcome, man. And thank you very much, dear Lynn. You're welcome. You're welcome, Annette. All right, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back in a moment. Oh, my goodness. Wait a minute. Maybe I need to do my hair and put some makeup on because Rohan Preston is joining us. You know, he hasn't been with me for like 10 years. <laughs> it, it feels that way to me, too. It feels that my way to me, gosh. too. Much. And I feel I feel really, really bad. And I was just aching to talk with you and to hear you laugh. And, 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 and I'm so glad. I'm so glad to be here with you. You know, I'm not going to even ask why I wasn't able to get you on sooner. Uh, yeah, I think I will. No, I won't. I really won't, Ron. You can. You, can. I, I, you know, I, I think I, what happened, um, I, 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 I've been, uh, COVID has, pent, has been, we've been pent up. And so I have been traveling like the schedule, like no, like, it's been so crazy. And, and, and on one occasion, uh, the first occasion, I, I, I was in transit, in flight, and another occasion, I was, I, I think I fell asleep. <laughs> oh I have to be honest. I have to be honest. It just feels like, oh my goodness, what, what happened? Your life is falling apart. It's not falling apart, but what has happened is that, you know, all this stuff has just collided, and I'm like, finally getting back to myself. Basically. Did you stay within yeah. the country? You, you stay within the yeah, United States, or did you go outside? The I did. No, I did stay within the country. But we've been running. Uh, my wife and I have been running, and actually, a whole family has been running. Um, just totally because everything uh, that has been postponed because of COVID is happening, including weddings. They're all great, great things: weddings, family reunions, um, reunions, mm-hmm. college reunions. Uh, this, that, the other. Um, so yeah, so mostly East Coast trips and some to the South and and Atlanta and and Florida and 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 whatnot. Um, but I'm really glad to be sitting still. I'm here at home in Minnesota tonight. I'm delighted. I'm sure you are. And here's the thing: I can imagine all the stories that you have from traveling alone. My goodness, people that I know have you know told me some of their stories of traveling. Just like even going from here to Chicago or from here to L.A. or yeah. you know, it's been crazy the stories. And I'm just curious to know um, how how were your travels? Was it easy? Were there any they, incidents? My, you know, um, my travels on the highway. Uh, are the same as my travels in the airport. Um, I have infinite grace. Uh, if I, if people are having a bad day or making bad decisions, uh, I'm totally understanding. Um, and I don't do anything to uh, exacer- exacerbate that. I just, um, you know, if people cut me off when I'm driving on the highway. I wish them all the best. No, uh-uh. there are expletives I, going through your yeah, brain. Uh-uh. No, I don't nope. Do, I don't, if I, if I, don't I, if I may, if I may inter- interject here, you have uh, you you are a saint, Mister Preston, because like Geraldine, I would honk you out, honk you out. 
I don't I don't do that. You know, part of the thing is like we're all coming out of this thing. This COVID thing has been it's and people are in they're so um uh, spiritually and otherwise disfigured by it. Um and so no, I I try to have infinite grace. And so yeah, my travels in general have been really really good. Um I even flew uh, I flew uh, one of the discount airlines where they charge you um uh, for your you know like your seat a pillow. And a, a yeah. pillow, they charge you for everything. And Don't tell me I you was- were on spirit. Were you on spirit? <laughs> Please. Were you on spirit for real? <laughs> Oh was, I, had a, I had a great experience. Oh, sure you did. And yeah, it was a great experience because again, it's like I'm like I'm I'm a font of grace, and and I'm a font of understanding, and I'm a font of just like being on this side of of of, of where we are now, you know, moving forward. But yes, I did fly the bus in the sky. My goodness, you know, BS to me means like business. Um, you know, <laughs> I mean, we could we could talk about what BS means in so many ways, right? Um, so I just need you to know, during COVID time, I had so many expletives going through my brain often, mm-hmm. that, and I wouldn't say them out loud. I wouldn't say them, but I would say, "Oh dear God, I mm. know that you must have made these words for a reason." So I won't speak them out loud, but they're in my head. So please forgive me. I mean, seriously, it has been moments like that. Um, and, and I, you know, I've only been to L.A. And I think that's the only time I went out of town between 2020 and the end of 2021. And um, mm. I, I don't know. I'm just really grateful to hear your voice. I was a little worried. I was like, are they sick? No, are they I, family, I, children? I, what? I, I, you know, and there are other things uh, what I should tell you. Um, so my uh, eldest daughter, um, during COVID, I just saw her for the first time since COVID, because just before COVID, she went to take care of um, uh, her great aunt who was going through the latter stages of her life, last stages of her mm-hmm. life. And uh, she did a wonderful job um, with her. Um, and she this aunt lives in Oklahoma City, and so um, you know. So and then after that, she moved, and uh, surprise, surprise, she, she during COVID, she um, got went to the courthouse with her her, her fiance and got married, and <gasps> um, and um, as of two weeks ago, I am a grandfather. Um, so oh. I went, so we went down to Atlanta for five days to visit with them. And um, it was really, really wonderful, beautiful family. Uh, the young man's family is also very beautiful. And um, so, yeah, so so as I've said, infinite grace. Uh, I have new eyes in so many ways, you know? Yeah, I have to unpack all of the expletives that just went through my head, so forgive me for that. <laughs> I will say this, though, Rohan, how fabulous is that? You must have been... You and, and, and your and your beautiful wife must have been a, a little, you know, nervous about it all, you know, oh, when it's so quick totally, like that. Yeah, but totally wrecked. We were wrecked. Yeah. We were totally wrecked, and um, and like you know, sort of relieved, and you know, we we left them in diapers for um, probably a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, oh, a 
because they're new parents. And I remembered that. And, you know, I remembered um, um, my mother-in-law coming and cooking and shopping. And, and you know, I remembered, you know, it's like me trying to learn what, what this new world is, um, right. being a parent. And, and so um, it, it felt really, really good to, to have that that wealth of knowledge and then also just to act on it, you know, cause they, they, there are things that are coming for new parents that they have no idea about. And, you know, that's, that's just a part of the process. Well, as the lead theater critic over at um, the Star Tribune, I'm so happy to have you on tonight. It's good to hear your voice. It's good to hear the joy in your voice. So thank you for joining us tonight. Oh, thank you. And And there's so much, theater that's the other things so i've been oh yeah like, and we're going to talk about it next sunday right we will we will okay we okay will. okay because you know <laughs> i can't go to sleep on all these expletives so save me okay <laughs> take care we of yourself will. and tell the family congratulations and hello okay thank you thank you so much and we'll talk soon Okay, honey. All right, that is Rohan Preston. We will have him back on. If not, I'm coming to the door and I'm knocking. So we're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.